Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest, author of seven books, been on before, holds a master's in education from Franciscan University of Steubenville, Patrick O'Hearn, back. Hey, Patrick. Hey, John. How you doing? New book on Our Lady of Sorrows, my friend. And, and here's the deal. Though, though a lot may have heard of her name, it, it really is true. There's not a lot of people that know a lot about her. It is. You know, this, this devotion goes back all the way to the 12th century, and I think it's kind of been lost, you know, on our on the world today. And I think uh, in these you know these, these times, I think Our Lady is calling us back to uh, in the saints to to uh, revive this devotion to her seven sorrows. What what made you want to write a book about this? You know, I've always had a great love for Our Lady. You know, Our Lady, especially Our Lady of Sorrows. Just you see her at the foot of the cross, and you just see her in pain, and she's consoling Jesus's heart, but who's consoling her heart? Mm. So that kind of led me to to write this book. And I think you know, a lot of times, you know, children's books, we don't want to. A lot of them can be fluff, and we don't yeah. want to present these these difficulties, you know, suffering. So I think this book gently introduces children to help console Mary's heart, who in turn consoles their heart. Uh- some may say, yeah, Patrick, but this just sounds depressing. Why, why would I want this kind of devotion? Our Lady of Sorrows, the Seven Sorrows, you got swords sticking out of our heart. you got a, a, a tearful mother there. Why not go for something maybe a little bit more, a little bit more exciting? <laughs> it's interesting. I have a statue of her. And my mom. My mom would be kind of like she'd be. She's kind of like freaked out. But she's like, you like the you like the pain of Mary right. so much, and right. and. Uh, but I, I think well, one of the things that, you know, these Our Lady revealed to St. Bridget seven promises of those who pray this. And probably the, my favorite promise is not, it's the fifth promise. Mary says, I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy, and I will protect them at every instant of their lives. So mm. I think this is a powerhouse devotion. And, it, and I think, um, you know, the, again, it's about helping our children and us forget about our own sufferings. You know, when we go through suffering, we complain, and, and, uh, and I, I do, I know, but just, like, trying to take that, that focus off us and saying, like, Mary's suffering, and how can, and, and secondly, she's the exemplar. She stands at the foot of the cross with Jesus, so, and I know that, like, when we see that image of her, like, she helps us. You know, she helps us on our Calvary. So it is, it's not a depressing topic because our goal is ultimately we can't get to heaven without suffering, but we suffer with joy and with perseverance. And I think Our Lady helps us with that. Yeah, one of my prayers is always, you know, Lord Jesus, help me to see with the eyes of, of your mother. Help me to love with the heart of your mother. Help me to, to be wise with the wisdom of your mother. And I just kind of go through a little litany there, and I've kind of written my own on it. Um and, and I think it can be important for us to, to kind of understand here. We're not just wallowing in in misery, right? When we're talking about some of these devotions, such as Our Lady of Sorrows, it is a it's a it's a place for us to go to say, Lord, help me to understand Your passion more. Help me to understand what You've done for me, and to do so through the eyes of Your Mother, someone that loved so much. And look at what love can do. You know, love in a lot of ways. It's not depressing. Uh, you know, it, but 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 love is is freeing, and, and this is what Mary wants for every single one of us. But sometimes that doesn't just come easy, and I, I think seeing that and, and understanding it can be a really good place for us to start, especially during Lent, to be able to see because Lent doesn't always feel good. It's not always happy go lucky, right? We're walking in the desert. Yeah, you know, I, I believe that Our Lady of Sorrows 
And I have an article coming out, I think, next week or so. Uh, but it, I say that Our Lady of Sorrows is the secret to the best Lent because she, she's the one, the closest disciple, obviously, to Jesus. She she suffered the most interiorly, and so she understands our pain. She understands Jesus' pain, and she she wants to, to walk with us and to keep our eyes fixed on on heaven and on the resurrection, you know, like Lent is, you know, I think often it's it's because we're, we're again, we're so focused on our suffering, but we don't see the finish line. When you're running a race, right, when you run that race, you should always have your mind on the finish line, and that's what we do as Catholics. You know, Lent isn't the end all. It's, it's really getting to heaven and being united with Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this um, because I, I don't have much of a devotion to her. And so, you know, really kind of diving into this, as I said at the beginning, could really be a good Lenten practice for me. Um, I, you, you mentioned some of the advantages, though. And I know St. Bridget of Sweden uh, had seven great graces to those uh, from Our Lady, the promises given to her to meditate on the seven sorrows daily. But you, you mentioned there's other advantages to the spiritual life, to one um, in particular, to an exorcist friend of yours. Yeah. yeah. I had Father Chad Riffinger, he was, he was gracious enough to write the foreword for this, mm. and he wrote four prayers for children in the back. So, and, and adults will like this book, too. It's not just for children yeah. as well, these reflections, but there's a prayer for protection, a prayer for their vocation, a prayer to Mary, and a prayer, like a, a nightly gratitude. And one of the things that Father Riffinger has noticed, and, and it's even in the promises, is that Our Lady says, I will enlighten them about the divine mysteries, but also... The mystery about ourselves, and if we ask Our Lady of Sorrows, can you help reveal, you know, like our hidden faults, our sins? And I, I believe, she, you know, she does that. And there's, and it's not a coincidence that there's seven swords because seven is perfection. So Mary suffered perfectly, but I also think in a mysterious way that these seven sorrows combat the seven deadly sins. So they reveal to us, you know, like Mary shows us, what, what do we need to work on? And that can be painful. It's like you're pulling the sword out of our heart, but she's showing us if we have pride, if we have lust, but also she provides that remedy to help us overcome that. Mm. And she does so, as you said, uh, teaching us how to suffer and to suffer heroically. Because look, in life, you know, you're going to suffer. If you live, you're going to suffer. There's just no question about it. Uh, and some are, are given more than, than, than others. There's no question. But the key is, is to suffer heroically, to suffer virtuously, to suffer with perfect love. And, and Mary shows us that. She's the model of that. And, and I, I think it's important for us in all of our sufferings and whatever struggles or difficulties to look to her specifically this Lent to Our Lady of Sorrows and to ask her to help us to suffer better for Jesus, to, to be a light, to be a beacon, as she was in the midst of, uh, of the sufferings of her son and seeing what it is that she saw. I just, I, I think it's, it's almost, I'm not going to say it is, but it's almost the perfect devotion for Lent. Patrick. I, I'm with you on that. It's a simple devotion, you know, because some people, I mean, especially for children, the stations of the cross can be very cumbersome for little kids. But I mean, when you have, and even adults, like we, we have this notion, like, more is better, you know, doing, and, and I'm not saying everyone should do every single devotion out there, but this one is so simple to pray, to get on your knees and to pray seven Hail Marys, meditate on each of these sorrows. You know, the saints say that it's better to say one Hail Mary devoutly than to say the rosary, you know, distracted. Sure. Here's a devotion. I agree with you. I really believe that this devotion of seven sorrows is, I think it's one of the greatest devotions, and I think it's the best devotion for Lent, you know, comparable, I would say, with the Stations of the Cross. So. Amen. Amen. Uh, where can people get your uh, your book for children, but also for adults? Uh, again, I, I, I always 
I like to say this is kind of one of those, I don't want to say in-betweens, but this is one of those that's like, okay, adults are going to learn from this. Yeah, and John, this book is, I almost think it's more of a devotion than just a children's book. Yeah. I mean, the images by the illustrator, Adelaide Houdet, I mean, they'll, they'll blow you away. Beautiful. And so they can get this book at Sophia Press. And then I have, I also have it on my, my website is patrickrohern.com. So Sophia Press and then patrickrohern.com. Uh, you're a good man, Patrick. Keep up the good work. All right, brother. Oh. Oh, thanks, John. God bless you. Have a blessed lunch. You're welcome on this show anytime. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.